Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done! There we go, 40 minutes to a title. David Blue to three. On the mark, David Blue! Wow. Now Spinelli's driving inside. Look for the alley! EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need. As ever, we are up on SoundCloud and we are, of course, uh, on wherever you get good podcasts. So be sure to search for EuroLeague Sweet 16 to subscribe and get the episodes as soon as they drop. Hello and welcome to EuroLeague Sweet 16. I'm your host, Moshe Barton. With me, as always this season, I guess, Mr. David Hine. How are you doing, Dave? Very good. Have we uh, have we gotten to the point where, as always, I mean... This is like episode number four, and you've been with us, like I think from from day one uh, during this. Uh, actually, okay, this is the third episode that you're with us uh, this so, season. So percent. Okay, not as always, but for the majority of the episodes. Thank you for correcting me on that. As usual, as usual. How's that? Okay, as usual. That sounds great. That, that, great to be on. Great to be on, and uh, yeah, just um, happy to. Uh, I think I think we had a couple of games to talk about, no? Just a couple? Yeah, about that. So, yeah. So how, it, how did you? I'm not going to hijack it that much, but how did you? How did you feel after the first, um, after the first uh, double rounder, especially considering you had two game, two home games with uh, Maccabi? Static, like it, it's like you know that you were missing something. You know that you legit were missing something, but didn't know exactly what was missing, and and then you had a double rounder. So yeah, uh, it it's been uh, it's been good. It, it it was definitely good. You know you and I, I've said it uh, on uh, different podcasts, but I'll say it here also during the press conference after the uh, I think it was the Villa. One was uh, um, Milan versus. Sorry, Bayern versus Milan. Was it Thursday? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine this. Thursday. Imagine this. Me sitting in a presser. Uh, coach is speaking, and in the meantime, I have my Euroleague TV on on my phone, watching the last few possessions of the Milan Bayern game. Now, if that doesn't go to show like how big of a problem I have, then I mean, we know nothing. <laughs> Well, that's a good problem to have, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, it is, it is. But you know, I think how many teams finished the double rounder with two and zero? Not a lot. Oh, oh I, I get more. Well, Maccabi's one of them. Maccabi, Fener, Olympiakos, Olympiakos. I think that's it, right? Um, Shalgiris. Yeah, that's right. Shalgiris with the bounce yeah, baby. Shalgiris <laughs> with the bounce back, and because we are that enthused about it, that means they're gonna. Start a, a four or five game losing streak just because of that. But we'll get to that. You know what? I really want to talk about it because there is also, you know, the Barcelona thing that we we have been talking about for quite some time. And by quite some time, I do mean from like last season. Uh, so without further ado, I guess it is time for the, uh, well, the most inaccurate segment in all of sports and entertainment today. It is time for the four minute warning. Four minutes to get through all the action that just happened in EuroLeague. It's the four-minute warning. And yes, I mean, you did hear Emmett on the, uh, obviously on the intro for for this particular segment. He will be back, supposed to be back uh, anytime soon from his uh, other endeavors. But Dave, you know, you brought up Jagris. 
And we brought up in previous episodes, Barcelona. How surprised are you? Truth to be told, like really honest. God is watching. How surprised were you that Jogger's got the win over over Barcelona? Um, yeah, I, I mean to 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 say you weren't surprised, I think everybody anybody who says that would be lying. You, I mean, um, even even though you know, uh, I guess you know, first home game, if I'm not mistaken, right? First home game for them. Um, but you know, um, I think it was I, the second. Was it Virtus first and then Barcelona, or the other way around? Was actually, you know what? Maybe it was the other way around. Um, I think it was after the first game. I covered the first game for Euroleague, and the first game was, uh, yeah, I think it was Maccabi. And if I'm not mistaken, they, I think they praised, uh, wasn't that the, well, maybe I did the second game. One of the games I did, Chargueras, and they said, you know, this team is, is you know, is, is, is going to be uh, a trouble. Um, and uh, I guess that, maybe that was the Olympiacos. Maybe that was the second game, the Olympiacos game. And they said, you know, that team is going to give teams problems this year. And um, you know, I, I covered that game, and 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 I and I and I I really believe that that you know this this is a this is going to be a tough team to to beat. I like some of the pieces. Kavarius Hayes was someone I absolutely was I just I loved watching last year with Brazosport. Um, and so he gets a chance to jump up and, you know, Bratzikas wants to, you know, you know, show that he's a pretty good player and, you know, obviously, you know, what Evans can do and stuff like that, but, um, yeah. And to, 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 to have them beat Barcelona. Sure. That's a definite, um, surprise. Um, I don't think anybody really had them losing that game, um, Barcelona, Okay, maybe a tight game, um, but um, yeah, your thoughts? Do you think it says more about uh, Barcelona or more about Chagueras? I, I, if there's one thing I can say, you know, obviously it's just like we're four games in, so it's kind of it feels a bit kind of weird saying it, like you know, stating it as a fact because it is not necessarily a fact. Just like in in mathematics, you cannot prove a point using two numbers, but you can use two numbers to disprove a point, if that makes any sense. But the thing is, four games into the season, and we can say that they are a fighting squad. Fighting squad, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that this is perhaps the biggest thing, because if you look at them and at their, the level of talent they have, the names that they have, I mean, this is the most i think it is the modest version of of joggeries that we've seen in recent years you know you look at at the guys that they have so yeah true Kavanaugh continued for another season you have keenan evans who's very talented but if you look at the names that you've had through the years that they've had through the years like even last year they had strelnix who was you know obviously he's not like your uh your blue chip recruitee kind of thing but he came with a with a resume. You know, he played for teams. And now it seems like it's a generational thing with Jogiris. And it's a good thing to see them fighting. Um, they will be there till the end. And if you happen to make a mistake or two, it might cost you. But I, I think the story here is also Barcelona. Uh, they lost to Brinus, I think, uh, to a, a concussion, was it? Um, in addition... I mean, we, we said that we don't trust them yet. And, you know, not trusting them yet, it's 
in a, in a way they they proved our point. I didn't expect them like when we made our picks. I don't think we 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 picked Jairis, but you know, with Barcelona looking the way they did, they showed. I think class. one of the things I think yeah. one of the things that I said was you know um, that this is a team that's going to really take a long time to to figure out who they are and 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 whatnot. I, you know, just looking, nine guys play at least fourteen minutes. Nine guys play at least fourteen minutes. And um, and the guy with the the most minutes. Any idea? I won't make this long. Any idea? Plays the most minutes for Barcelona. I'd like to think Sadoransky. Kalinic. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. He's 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 just like a glue guy. Top scorer on the team. I won't make this. You know, bad radio or whatever. Bad podcasting. No, it's not a matter of bad Provitola. I know. Yeah, that that is that is not a surprise. Legit, straight up, this is not a surprise. It doesn't matter like how you try to portray it. It's not surprising that La Provitola was the top scorer because he has, you know, he has these kind of attributes, shall we say? Mm -hmm. So, I just, I, I, I think it's gonna take. I think it's gonna take more time, you know. And and you know, will this team, you know, should they be worried about being two and two? Uh, no, I mean. You know, they lost to Olympiacos and, uh, you know, okay, they slipped up uh, at Chagueras. That's a bad, it's, you know, that's definitely not a good loss, but, you know, losing to uh, Olympiacos, as we've seen, is not, you know, you know, they they do have a tough little stretch now coming up, uh, home against Fenerbahce at Maccabi at Ephes. You know, that's, uh, you know, tough three, next three games, so. Yeah, we'll see, but. Their, the uh you know the green and white's first win was versus virtus so aren't we worried about virtus in a way i am i know it's just the beginning of the season but they're still and, and they're still without toko but you cannot overlook the fact you know on paper a very very decorated and experienced backcourt right but to lose by 28 at a young partisan team who, you know, we kept, you know, I, I don't know if we say, if I'm going to, if that's going to be right, we keep saying young team, but you know, they do have some veterans on that team. You know I mean? That should oh, be said what, as well. Look, you know, Bellinelli only six minutes, 57. No, 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 no. I mean, partisan. I mean, partisan. I mean, I mean, you, you can claim that they have uh they are somewhat of a young team. They, they have, a oh, they have a, yeah, they have a lot of young guys, but they, but they do have a lot of, Experienced players, Exum, uh, Nunali, uh, Lasort. Man, Lasort's playing fantastic right now. Uh, Andrusic, uh, Lede, Punter. You know, these are guys that have, you know, Papa, uh, Papa Peretru. You know, these are some guys that do have, uh, you know, some experience in there. Of course, they have a lot of young guys, but, you know, there are there are some some guys that have done some things as well. So um, the point is, I, 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 when I thought about that, uh, I don't think I'm going to call them a young team anymore, you know. Last year they were a young team. This year, they're, they're no. Last year they were a younger team. Last year they relied on those younger guys much more. Oh, no, I get it. But you know, Milos has only played so far thirty. You know, averaging in three games, thirty minutes, twenty six seconds, putting up five point three points, four point three assists, but three point three turnovers. This is not like the Milos that we've gotten to see. But we have to give him some time because it came off an injury, and you know it probably going to take him some time the question is will Bologna have the um, patience to deal with um, the losses coming along the way that are being you know that are currently adding up who knows 
thing in is, terms of in terms of what keeping Scariola or not, it's or not just Scariola because you look at the. At the I mean, <laughs> I mean oh, we know we know the business. Okay, let's be honest. We know the business. There's no there's no way whatsoever that you're a team called Virtus Bologna, and you're putting up tons of of you know tons of like a lot of money, a lot of money, and you don't see the results. Now, are can we say about Virtus that they are vulnerable in terms of their roster? They're yeah, they are. They're not a complete team. You look at their roster and, and you can see immediately that there are some positions that could be reinforced. Also, by the way, Monaco is also one of the, the teams that you can definitely spot uh, a very specific place that they need a reinforcement, but we'll get to that. I don't know. It's just like with Virtus, they'll need time to click. We know that Scariolo teams, they need time to click. But once they do, it's all cruise control from there on. So, again, to me, it's all about the matter of patience for the management there and maybe making a move in a market. Maybe. That's just, you know, the way I see it. Uh, the reason I brought up Monaco, listen, I know we had some teams going 2-0. We had some teams going 0-2, such as Byron. And and they did so in a very painful matter, shall I say. Uh, come on. Like, you know, they were they had a chance to take the game. Easy. Like, it, it's not easy. Like, you have to stand on the free throw line and, like, shooting two, having a chance to win the game or send it to overtime to say, you know, for the very least. But you come up short twice. The reason I want to talk Monaco is – they started the game immensely against Maccabi, right? They take an astounding, like, was it 18, 19-point lead? And then it happened. Like, they stopped playing, in a way. And to me, they got exposed right there and then. And why do I say that? Because last year, they had Danilo Andrusic, right? They had Paris Lee. They had Leo Vesterman. This year they have they have like three mega scores and undersized two, but I like I like the kid and you know who I'm referring to. But who's their point? You can claim like you know Mike James can play the one also, right? But he's not like your natural point guard. He's like a scoring combo point guard kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of the I mean, definitely definitely Paris Lee. You know was was that and then just you know let let James take over when he wanted needed to there I mean you don't really have one you know I mean you you have to rely a lot on, on James I and mean, James played 31 minutes that game and it wasn't enough oh I mean they need they need him you know because it's like you said they really don't have you know I mean that that's probably doesn't that seem like maybe one of the next spots that they that somebody can come in like they, they can go and try to find somebody I mean, I, I, I think they need them. Uh, I, I think they need a point, right? They're like plain and simple. Would seem like it to me. I mean, Lloyd is not necessarily a point guard, and you know, neither is. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't let Strauss do it, and, and you know, James. You know, I don't know if we really want to have you know, call him point guard. A Kobo, you know, has been a little uh, up and down so far. So I mean, but again, if you're looking at all that talent, and Monaco are arguably one of the most talented teams in Euroleague this year, and. To me, this is the position that is somewhat lacking. Lost a 19-point lead. <laughs> and actually, they lost an 18-point lead to Panathinaikos the next game, if I managed to squeak it out. I mean, they managed to win Panathinaikos, yes. But let's and be they, honest. They gave up an 18-point lead. They had an 18-point lead and, and lost it. Yeah. 
but they had to they found a way to finish to finish the game. But if that is going to be a recurring thing, you know, not all right. teams are Panathinaikos that are trying to find their rhythm and identity, you know, that are still making moves on the go. Not all teams are, you know, Maccabi that added Jalen Adams just not that long ago. Once they face teams like Olympiacos, who are known to be, uh, say, uh, a decent. Well, right? they're going to face them. They're gonna no, face I mean, them. But you know what I mean? Like, Olympiacos yeah. are not really decent. They're way more than decent on defense. Yeah. And they're going to have a problem. They're, they well, definitely defensively, have... not, not yet. As as uh, Vazenkov is, keeps talking about, you know, you know, he says if you know if we keep playing this defense, we're not going to go very far. But you know, they're they're able to score definitely enough points. So and it's I don't know. To, to me, they 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 got somewhat exposed with Madrid. We've seen Madrid losing games, but I have to to ask you: Is this the you know them missing? Pablo Lasso is that is it them just you know not being in sync? Is it what is it? You know, actually, when I, I didn't watch the game, I was I was, I was only watching highlights, and um, and I was kind of like thinking about that as well. It's like you know, like Lasso obviously has you know seen, been through, done so much, and you know to not have that leadership, and you know, um, but I mean, did they have like the super organizer either? You know, I mean that I mean Chacho, you know, but. You know, when he's not on the court, you know, they need to, you know, I mean. If, you, if you're if you asking, do they have a responsible adult? Yes. They have a bunch of them. Some might claim even to it, you know, that they're too old in some positions. But you cannot, you know, especially the beginning of the season, when you have Chacho and when you have Yui and when you have Fabian Kazur, these are guys, you know, straight straight up war machines. And um, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like, I really don't know what's... They had the firepower and enough. Like, you saw them you saw them really play, you know, the, the, the El Clasico. And yes, they lost it. We, we talked about it. They lost it more than Barcelona won it. But it's just like, you want to see more. We've gotten used to see more from Madrid. And I'm not taking this El Clasico as an example. You know what I mean? It's like, I really want to see them do more. So, yeah, I understand. There's no more Trey Thompkins. Randolph is out. but they And they have a, a very different type of save four position with Yabusele. And uh, they also have great wings with, you know, with Musa. And, and it's, I expect them to do more. You know, I want to see them demolishing everyone who just dares to, to, to wink at them look at them and, and, you know, something that could be interpreted as any other way than, you know, respect. Maybe it'll take them time. I don't know what it is, but it is a team to follow. It is a case to follow right now. And, I mean, you know, we had a few winners for this double rounder, I'd say. And um, I have yet to decide which is the winner of, of you know, this this double rounder because we had three teams going to a no, right? Yeah. So on paper, you should say this could be either joggers, but we're not expecting them. You know, we're not expecting greatness out of them. You can say Fenner, but truth to be told, with the with the resources that they've put in 
to assemble this team. I got the I got the I got the winner. Okay. But with the resources they, they put in to assemble the team and with the identity of the teams that they played against so far, you might claim, you know what? They just, you know, they just got a job done. And I can also say, you know, the same thing about Maccabi. Maccabi just got a job done. True, yeah. They they, they pulled off comebacks from a combined deficit of 32 points, right? Mm-hmm. 13, Villarreal, 19, Monaco. And they got a double, the, the, you know, they got a couple of wins. And when you look at their schedule, you're like, okay, two home games, they had to get the wins or else, you know, they're, 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 the or else had to be there. So I'll let you take it from here. Uh, actually, actually, I think maybe, actually, Maccabi might be the, you know, I mean, they had to do, I mean, they kind of had to do those two wins, you know, uh, being the home games. Um, and and I know you might, and I know it might be, you know, well, you know, they lost the game. How could they be the, the biggest winner? But I, I think Alba might actually be the biggest winner because, you know, they demolished Panathinaikos and they really gave FS a fight. In they traded FN. blows with them, didn't they? They traded blows with them. They did. And and, and the fact is, is that that was the third game in five days. They played, they played the Cup on Monday and then played uh, on Wednesday against um, – Played Wednesday against um, uh, against Panathinaikos, and then uh, on Friday at Ephes, and and like you said, they traded blows, and um, and so you know you, they 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 scored a hundred on Partizan, who who just beat uh, who just beat uh, Virtus by what did we say Vir- like 28, 32, something like that. They won at Milan. Um, you know, which is a, a veteran team, and and so to go there, and, and then they demolished Panathinaikos, and then really traded blows, and at the end of a long week, um, to to do that, I think we kind of said that, you know, their chances of beating FS had been would have been better if that was the Wednesday game instead of the Friday. Um, so I, the fact that they, you know, if they had lost by twelve, you know, thirteen. I'd you know I'd say no you know but I think the fact that they really were close in that game and, and gave FS a, a real fight uh, I I I think I can actually kind of go that and this is no this is not me being a German homer or anything like that so they gave them a real and good... and, and really quick you know this was also sorry just to not to, to steal your thunder real quick but and this is a team an FS team that had just lost the, uh, on Tuesday uh, yeah Tuesday. Um, against Valencia and so you know it was like you know we can't lose two or two in a row at home on a double round or two you know first of all it, like for sure um not to steal thunder the thunder has yet to appear on this show this year <laughs> okay we're definitely bringing you as our special effects guy but in all seriousness yeah I I get your point they gave FS a real good run for the money um I mean FS is yet to be FS this year, and it's okay. We we kind of expected that. They made a few key changes. Again, like Real Madrid, their four position is practically completely new. Different. No more Singleton, no more Adrian Mormon. Yes to Polonara, yes to uh to Will Clyburn, who you know can do both like four three kind of thing. And you can say that in a way the profile of their power forward position has changed 
and they lost some of their thunder, defensive thunder, in a way, in that position. They are a much more complete team at the five. They are still lacking Shane Larkin, which is which is big. And um, you know, if there's one thing we do know is a do not give any eulogies whatsoever about another FS four games into the season. No. That's number one. Number two is no team that finished first place at the end of the regular season has won the Euroleague since the format has changed. Your favorite stat. That's the only stat that was left since EuroLeague Sweet 16 is <laughs> everything I else. That is seriously one of your favorite stats because you you mention that all the time. What's, Again, what's that, good? It's a good stat that, to have. That, that is purely because mainly because the four game losing streak has been, you know, thrown out the window. You can say that every rule has an exception, which is a you know it's true. There is an exception, meaning if you're Madrid. You can have a four-game losing streak if you're Barcelona also with the kind of roster to check because you have all the firepower in the world to make up for it. But once you're a team that's like considered as the belly, you know, the the playoff belly, like for the last fighting for the last two spots, you cannot allow yourself, you know, going down by uh, uh, having a four or five game uh, losing streak, then there was the the stat that we checked about like how many double rounders you can lose, like you know having two losses, and still make it to the playoffs. And then Fenner go, I think it was Fenner, and then Fenner were the team to make it to the playoffs, having lost three double rounders. Meaning they, I think they had like zero and six at one point, but I think it was also the year that they brought in Goodrich midseason. Then they had what was it, ten game winning streak. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, but say that a team like Zvezda has it. Say that a team like Alba Berlin sustains such devastating, you know, losses. Most chances they will make it to the playoffs because it is that monumental, like, you know, to, to have so many losses whether it's in a row or in double rounders, because double rounders usually they separate the, you know, they separate teams from the rest of the pack, which is why when we texted the other day, I told you that it feels like in about two rounds or so, we're going to have a clearer picture of teams that are expected to kind of create, uh, uh, say, I, I don't want to say breathing room or just like, you know, a, a big enough of a gap so that once they'll hit that low, because every team has their low at one point or the other, you know, they can say, okay, we can sleep. It's okay. We can sleep quietly. Let's not sound the alarms just yet. And this is why when I talked about Maccabi, I said they had to win these couple games because when you look yeah. at their stretch of games that they got ahead of them, they even, you might even claim, I know we're, we're kind of running way too fast, but they really got to grab the uh, the win this week against Panathinaikos just before that, you know, streak of games begins. But what do you think? Uh, I'm looking at the standings and like 11 to 18. So Shagiris, Partizan, Valencia, Panathinaikos, Virtus, Asvel, Bayern, Svezda. <laughs> and 
I don't I don't see any of those guys necessarily saying, um, you know, you know, we have to be in the playoffs, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not saying that we have separation already. Um, but well, Byron has to be there. It's like they gotta see it. Uh they have actually I wanted to look at this and I forgot to look at it. They're they're you know, two of their main Americans don't really have a lot of experience, you know. Um, and I think I think we're kind of seeing that also in 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 the German league with um with Winston and um uh Gillespie. Talented, yes. Um, but you know, neither of them really I'm I'm gonna look now because I don't I don't I, I wanna say it right. Um they lost in overtime um at Hamburg over the over the weekend. Um and you know Hamburg is 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 not last year's Hamburg. It's a it's a new generation, a new era with a, a different coach and everything like that. I'm just I'm actually stalling so that I can actually um check. Um Gillespie, um you know, uh, I think I think we're kind of seeing that Bayern, uh, their two guys, um, their main two guys, Winston and Gillespie, you know, don't have the experience yet. You know, I mean, they're they're both uh, um, professional rookies in Europe. Um, and, you know, Gillespie was part of that Baylor program that eventually turned into um, the national champions, and 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 um, and uh, and Winston from Detroit went to Michigan State. But this is their first time playing European basketball, you know, and fringe NBA, you know, D, you know, G League, and and to go there to then go into everything that uh, is the Euro League, I, I think we're kind of seeing that. So, you know, those guys are gonna be are gonna have to, you know, you said, um, you know, you said, uh, you know, you know, Byron will be there. Um, you, you would think, and and if you had to pick one of those last, you know, whatever it is, nine, eight, eight teams, you would you'd probably say, you know, Bayern would be one of the teams that kind of get up there. But uh, so I, I just wanted to mention that with 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 Bayern. I mean, it makes sense in a lot of ways, but it just it's Trinchieri and it's Daniela Bayesi and it's like Ocelo Hunter and Paul. Yeah, but coming these back, guys, so... the, the Euro League is different than the G League. It's, you know yeah but look i get that an adjustment period is needed i'm one of you know the most outspoken guys saying that you need time it takes time to adapt it is but at the same time you cannot expect like the adaptation period adaptation periods to take two years you know you should expect seeing somewhat of a graph of improvement they within. will be better. They will be better for sure. But I, I just wanted to say, I mean, because, you know, you look at 0-4 and, okay, I mean, they're a couple of tight, you know, close losses and stuff like that. So, so but, you know, anyhow. So, um, where are we going now? Lead lead us on, Maestro. Uh, so, here's the thing. You want me to lead, so I'll lead us right into the, this, the, the most disappointing one-on-one result of this week. Oh, can I let you go first? It's okay. You, you you can take the, the easier out. Yeah, I mean, look, honestly, I, I I'd say Anadolu because they should have won against Valencia. Hey, you know who we didn't say won two games was Milan. Because they should have won the two games. Uh, actually, at, the at, most worrying at, at Partizan and at Bayern. So you know, but I'm just saying, you know, but that is one thing that what is one thing that we didn't say did win their two games. But so so the most disappointing one and two one and one. God, you have to think who's who went one and one. Yeah, I mean, true. We had a, we, well, we had okay. 
Sorry, I'll let you go. Sorry. No, I'm saying it's like we had a, a few more teams that, that had like two and but because it's Milan, you consider the way that they got the win against Bayern was somewhat worrying because they needed like it, they almost dropped it in a way. But it's okay. I mean, I think that the most disappointing one one is Anadolu FS and not because um we're expect that you know again I'm not expecting Anadolu to go like 17 game winning streak right from the the first tip off of the season I'm not the, the thing is losing at home to Valencia should not have happened and it's not really counted as a loss you know because it's Anadolu FS so when you to them losses you know you're not expecting them it's like having these back-to-back-to-back-to-back appearances where you're still waiting on that one convincing win that they'll demolish the team. They have yet to be on Adolo FS, which is okay. But that one one, I'm it's like in the meantime, they're bleeding, they're bleeding, and they are bleeding. So it is what it is. And uh we will wish know, them I, Yeah, I, I I don't know if I can really pick a team that uh other than, than them, that was most disappointing one and one. I mean, it's it wasn't the most disappointing, but by the way, I want to send like you know, uh, get well soon wishes to both Jeffrey Laverne and Marcus Howard. Um, Marcus, we kind of you know, we we were very enthused with your shooting appearances, and then you know he kind of got injured. So wishing you, Jeffrey Laverne, and also by the way, Alex Sabrinas. What is the status on Howard then? Oh, I. I all I, I saw, and again, I didn't really have the time to thoroughly go into it, but uh, I think that uh, they said no ligament damage. So that's all already a good start, um, I guess, you know. Yeah, it says from two days ago, avoid serious injury pending more, more tests. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it sucks. Doesn't hey man, he's he's on he's 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 uh I know we're four games in, but he's doing historic stuff right now. Oh, no, I mean, for sure. For seriously sure. Historic stuff. I'm with you on it. Definitely with you on it. Do you want me to throw some historic some stats out? Go for it. Through four games, 18 of 36, 50%. 4.5 makes. Um 4.5 makes would blow away um the the best um of all time in, over a season i think it was 352 3.52 from larkin at, in 1920 his his uh his 18 ah yeah okay so his 18 right now so he's averaging 4.5 makes the most three pointers made in a season in a, in a single season was shred Probably, yeah. Shred 17, 18. And so that was only 3.15 makes per. And that gave him 107. And he's at 4.5. So he was is currently on pace to blow away the most threes made in a season. Um and um and uh shooting 50%. There's there's only I think seven or eight guys that uh, that have hit fifty percent on three pointers over a season, um, uh, with at least 80, 80 uh, attempts, um, and uh, so pretty uh, pretty insane numbers. 
what what he's putting up and I, and I really I kind of wish that he would uh, play it out uh, and hopefully everything goes uh, okay with him because um you know uh, it's always nice to see history history made over an entire season and, and he's a he's a really big part of that team and 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 that's a fun team to watch you know we've been talking a lot about them so so you know what you can also make the case that maybe Alba Berlin had the most disappointing one and one because it felt like that at some point they had another UFS so they could have yeah. won they could have won two and a, which would have been like they would have been the clear winners of the double the first double rounder but I mean we're gonna have another double rounder soon not very soon but soon enough which means it's time to go to the games of the week and boy do we have a heavyweight card. So get this. The split's going to be five and four. Okay. The week is going to start off with Olympiakos Monaco, Maccabi Panathinaikos, Valencia Alba Berlin, Partizan Belgrade, Zagaris Kaunas, Madrid versus Virtus Bologna. And then on October 28th, we're having Zvezda Bayern, which is a good game. The Turkish Derby, which is another WFS Fenner, also a great game to watch. Villarban, Basconia, and drumroll, please. Drums, Dave, drums. <laughs> Barcelona, Milan. So, without further ado, Dave, your two games to watch and your nine picks, please. Well, I mean, Olympiacos, Monaco. <laughs> you know. Really? Uh, yeah. Not Valencia Alba? What? No, 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 and, and I'll be, and I'll be like... actually covered, and I'll be covering the Maccabi Panathinaikos game. So actually, that will be the game I will be watching, and you'll be at there. So that will be the game you'll be watching as well. So, yeah. Um, but Olympiacos Monaco, and then the other one. Um, but let me get it. You know, let let me take a wild guess because it feels like you're that one head time, um, one hit wonder by Natalie and Buglia. Uh, you're torn, aren't you? Between Anadolu Fener and Barcelona Milan, you know, um, I I don't I think I think I think I just would watch the Istanbul one. Um, I, I'm not I'm not ready to watch this Barcelona yet that much, you know, because they don't know who they are, and you know they don't know how they really want to and should play, and um, and and Milan, you know. Milan just doesn't excite me that much, you know. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, Milan fans, but I mean, uh, so I, I, I mean, and then uh, you know all the drama, everything else with FS and, and Fenerbahce. So I think, I think those are the two. Um, and now you need my picks. Yep. Uh, Olympiacos remain undefeated. Maccabi get another victory. Um, you know. Until this past week, actually, I was I kept on saying Valencia was 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 um, the opposite of good. Um, but uh, you know, one of the things that you do have to say is that core is still there. You know, mm-hmm. Dublovich, Van Rossen, Claver, Prepolic, you know, they're still there. And you know, you bring in Chris Jones, and uh, I'm not saying that they're a great team or anything like that, but you know, they they are a little bit better than I initially kind of uh, put put out there. Um, and uh, but but I still think um, I still think that Alba will get the win. Oh, Partizan and Shagiris. Um, you know, I think I I'm actually going to go with Partizan on this one. Real Madrid. I will take them. I will take. Um, actually, that next one is uh, first first game is uh, somebody will win their first game, right? Yeah. So let's do let's do Bayern. Bayern win their first game. 
and uh, with the Derby, I'm gonna do. I'm just saying, you know what? Let's let's do let's do Fenerbahce, and then and then Basconia, and um, I'm gonna say Barcelona. If this if that game Milan was in in Italy, I would say Milan, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go with Barcelona. Okay, so uh, honestly, I I do believe that. If there'll be, uh, I won't be that surprised if Jogaris end up pulling off a win against Partizan. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I, I actually think that Partizan will actually win that game rather than Jogaris will lose it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for me, my two games to watch, obviously, Olympiacos, Monaco, even though I will be attending the Maccabi Tel Aviv Panathinaikos game. And on the Friday card, you know what? I'll go Barcelona Milan. Uh, as for my picks, Olympiacos, Maccabi, Alba. Partizan Madrid, uh, Friday. I'm going with Zvezda Fener, Basconia Barcelona. So are you you just taking Zvezda be, so that we can do something different? No, because I I listen. Both games will be played in Serbia, and we we have gotten to know how intense, shall we say, games are there, and it it gives them the edge. It gives them the edge. Yes, it's time for Byron to win one, but you know what? Let's just say that you 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 can claim that. Maybe Svezda have they got more veterans. At least that's what I'm telling myself. No, personnel wise, uh, I think Bayern are definitely a better team. No, of course, team. come on, of course. So but I, 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 I would. Um, yes. I mean, I picked Bayern, and I think yeah, Bayern I win. Which is why they will win or lose. No, you picked Svezda. No, I'm saying, but you said you picked Bayern, that, and then I said, which is why they will win. But you're taking Svezda though. Yes, because they they can maybe also lose. Who knows? Okay, yeah. So that so, was our only difference. That's the only yeah. difference. All right. Though, honestly, deep down inside, I think that I should have gone with uh, Jalgaris, but I went with Partizan still. Um, so I guess it's time to say our uh, goodbyes for this week's episode. So Dave, Do you know how we did last week at all with the with the 18 games? Yes. Uh, Do you? No, actually, I don't. I really need to check because Aris also sent his predictions, and I need to see like how we did. But if memory, I, don't remember. I don't remember anymore. You know what? Then I'll make sure that this part stays on the uh, on on this part stays on, and I'll just tweet with the show's account how we all did. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no problem being uh, you know, holding holding myself accountable for for my picks. You know, I, I mean, that's, I have no problem with that. <laughs> okay, so uh, let everyone know where where can they find you? Uh, Twitter's the easiest. And uh, and that and that is uh, that's at high news and that's h h h e e i i i i n n n n n n e e w w s s s s high news and and yeah from there I I tweet everything that I do for other people and I'm not doing any other podcasts right now so you don't have to worry about trying to listen to me anywhere else um been a long time since i haven't done any other podcasting i haven't done any podcasting for myself or whatever so uh i'm just i'm just talking uh on, on your show so um that's where you can find me as and, as usual it's great it's great having you and hearing what you have to say have you picked like as usual you, you see what i did there as usual almost almost always mm -hmm. so again thank you for being with us i'll say that if you want to follow emmett and Aris, you can do that at you know the various social media accounts of at Bond Europe and Eurohoops. 
And for uh, Aris's personal Twitter handle is at rbarkas, A-R-Barkas. And as for myself, you can find me at I'm Team Scout and Moses B1 at EL Sweet 16 Show. You can find actually all of us because we are tweeting for there, from there also. Uh, and yeah, I guess that this is it. So, till next time. Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done. go, 40 minutes to a title. Drives inside, looks for the alley oh! Corey Higgins just exploding. EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need.